Say goodbye to your credit card rewards. Greedy corporate mega stores, led by Walmart and Target, are pushing for a law in Congress to take away your hard-earned cash back and travel points to line their pockets. The Durbin Marshall Credit Card Bill would enact harmful credit card routing mandates that would end credit card rewards as we know it. If you love your credit card rewards, tell your lawmakers, hands off my rewards. Tell them to oppose the Durbin Marshall Credit Card Bill. Everybody in your crew identifies as either Big Mac Burger, McNuggets, or McCrispy Sandwich. But you're the filet fish Sandwich all day. That crispy fish, that savory tartar sauce, that melty cheese, that pillowy bun. Yeah, you get it. Every time. And if you love the filet of fish right now you can catch two of the classics you love for just $6. Limited time only. Price and participation may vary. Cannot be combined with any other offer. Single item at regular price. Ba-da-ba-ba-ba. Hi, I'm Brooklyn Summer. Every four seconds, a child disappears somewhere in the world. Imagine a family's pain when a child's been stolen. Human trafficking is a global epidemic. Voices Against Trafficking speaks for victims who are locked in a world of hopelessness. Broken Treasures, You Hold the Key is a music compilation featuring artists and celebrities who want to save the world's children. Right now, you can help save someone's child. Go to VoicesAgainstTrafficking.com today. Proceeds benefit child victims. We can free them, but you hold the key. Welcome to the Songwriter Connection Podcast, where we look at the craft of songwriting through the eyes of the songwriter. Each week, we make a connection with a music maker, listen to their songs, and hear their stories. From Nashville, Tennessee, here's your host, Dave Lenahan. Well, we hope you had terrific holidays. Here we are with the first new episode of 2024. This is episode 136, and we've got a great guest that you're going to enjoy making the connection with today. Thank you for joining us. Uh, I'm Dave, and you know I'm looking uh, ahead to shows coming up in uh, January. If all go to plan, um, I've got these uh, this duet called Courtney Lynn and Quinn that I really love, and I think you're going to enjoy what they're doing too. They're coming on uh, probably next week. We have the Hall of Famer Kent Blasey coming back. Uh, to spend some time with us this month. Greg Wilson, it's been a little while since we had Greg, one of my favorite songwriters in this town. Just a real hot hand right now. And um, my friend Scott Southworth, all scheduled to come your way here in January. So again, thanks for joining us. Today, we are going to talk about Wisconsin. <laughs> a lot. Yeah, yeah, yeah. yeah hey. <laughs> uh, we've got a lot of Wisconsinites uh, that come into Nashville and uh, make it their home. Great songwriters up there. And Randy Van Voren's one of my favorite. Randy, how are you? Randy V, I like to call him. Thank you very much, Dave. Thank you. Thank you. Thank you. Thank you very much. Randy's now in the building, uh, <laughs> around the dining room table. Uh, Literally wrapped around the table. Exactly right. And he brought his guitar, and we're going to do some songs and, and talk about his journey, his musical journey uh, from uh, from Wisconsin, up uh, north of, of Green Bay, right? Yeah, 40 miles north of Green Bay, Highway 41, located <laughs> right on the bay in the beautiful shores of Green Bay. <laughs> you did some radio yourself, didn't you? Yeah, yeah, I did. <laughs> What did you do? Tell Actually, I had two shows. I had a country show and a uh, rock show. And a rock show. The rock show was first, and that was kind of funny. I mean, they they never had one like that. And when I used to live in Boston, the first when I was going through Albany, New York, uh-huh. people don't realize how how short the state of Massachusetts really is. Yeah. It, so, it I mean, it's, it's like... Next thing you know, you're in Massachusetts. But when I get on there, I turn on my radio. It's like, 
W-A-A-F. If we're too loud, shut off your radio. And I'm like, wow, that's interesting. That's pretty cool. So I kind of talked to my boss when I was at the radio station. And I think, well, why don't we do a format kind of like that? So before we were even on the air, we did tons of promos for all of the places that had you know, the businesses, the work, like foundries, the shipyard out there. They built ships for the Navy, yeah. uh, countries, uh, a factory that built arches, you know, for churches and stuff, yeah. Uh, yeah. Um, a, a meat factory and all my phones you're going get, crazy. You see, already people want to talk to you. Man, I yeah, know. Yeah, yeah. Usually they're strippers or something. Like <laughs> but uh, we would start out by, by doing all these commercials for like, yeah. we rock Marinette Marine. <laughs> You know, and, and stuff like that. Or, uh, we rock the midnight crew at McDonald's. <laughs> and, you know, and, and people would love that because they yeah. were kind of included in, in yeah. and that wouldn't just be my show. It would be all, you know, all through the 24 hours a day. Yeah. You know, so I must have had hundreds of them, you know. Yeah. We rock the crew at Amy's Bagels in <laughs> Coleman, Wisconsin. You know, wherever you, where are we? Where Did you do the, the the drag race commercials too? Sunday, Sunday. Yeah, it'd be like that. You know, yeah. Except it was this Wednesday, Wednesday. Wednesday. <laughs> yeah, it's like what the hell's going on here? You know. But pe- but nobody's ever heard that format like that. So yeah. it, it immediately caught on. Yeah. And, and it would have the general manager just busting his his gut. You know, just laughing that this is this is going to work. You know, and plus that's kind of like right around the time. Uh, the iPads and stuff were coming out, you know, where mm-hmm. uh, you sure. could be. So that's basically the digital part. I'd go in there and actually program my show, mm-hmm. put the commercials that I had to put in there and stuff. Mm-hmm. And then I liked Jim Rome too. So I would read oh, these yeah. things that came off the press. Epic. Yeah. yeah. Sorry. <laughs> exactly. What did you give out, Jim, for uh, Halloween? <laughs> Hall's cough drops. <laughs> it's like, what the hell's going on here? You know? Cola. <laughs> I, I could picture all these poor little kids ringing on his door, but oh yeah, and he's got like a, a garbage can full of holes. Crazy, stupid. But uh, we, you know, I would program a. I mean, that's how I got a lot of my own stuff on the radio, both country. Could and, you play your own stuff? Oh yeah, yeah okay, you know, okay. people love that. The, yeah. the bands. Yeah, you had some pretty uh, amazing bands. Uh, yep. I was just, there was uh, Stormer. Storm, and yeah. South Ellis. South Ellis was a was a hell of a rock band. I think we. You I'm, started in rock. Was it rock? That yeah. You, yeah. I I don't want to sound like who's this guy, but, <laughs> but there were some songs, uh, non originals, the covers that we did uh-huh. that we did better than the bands. That I mean, people would just love that. We'd incorporate even the, in the country bands like, like River Rivertown. Town, that, right? yeah. uh, we wanted to give the people. Uh, that couldn't afford to go to like a Tim McGraw concert or Luke Bryan or someone like that or or even 38 Special on the rock side of it. We wanted to give them the same experience that they would, you know, so we had all the airplane lighting and uh, in fact, oh, there's part uh, where uh, yeah. we had a pre-recorded part like, ladies and gentlemen, the thunder of the North River Town. And, and, That's awesome. and, and all you would see was our silhouettes because... The bright lights behind us and all the smoke <laughs> and, uh, you know, the fog machine smoke. But yeah. back then, they could also smoke. So sometimes you wonder, like, oh, yeah, throw your clothes away when you got home. Oh, yeah. Oh, those so days. horrible. Yeah. yeah. But uh, 
Mm-hmm. And, and I usually did the trick. They did that. Wow. But, but as far you as... You packed the, them in. That, you, yeah. you guys were, were quite the deal. Yeah. But the radio thing, going back to that, yeah. that was just... What a cool thing. I never applied for that. They actually... From the being, they actually sponsored me in the bands that I were in. You know, they would make our posters. We were lucky enough to know a couple of the girls that were there. That you talk to the general manager, and we they end up being a sponsor. So wow. the best okay. thing for a band to do or an individual is be sponsored by the radio that would play your songs. So yeah, yeah. Bing, 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 you know, yeah. winner, winner, chicken dinner. <laughs> but. Uh, yeah. We had things on there, and, and I had pretty much my freedom as long as I didn't swear, which was very hard to do at first. <laughs> but uh, I got a call one day when I, got, I was laid off. I used to be an engineer at the phone company making nice money with two secretaries. And, oh, this is great, you know, mm-hmm. until uh, the cell phone came out. And it was just like you, just like a bulldozer. You're watching it crush your dreams. All those eggs you had in one basket. <laughs> Oh, they're no, gone. No. So when I was mm. off of that, they uh, they gave me a call. The general manager goes, "Hey, ever think about being on the radio, uh, musically?" Or no, no, I mean you. I'm like, ah, oh, well, come on in next week at five in the morning. We'll, <laughs> we'll have you sitting behind Kit. It was my a good friend Kit Donaldson from up there, and uh, see if you think you'd like something like this. And then I, so I did, and we got along. He was a real good friend of mine, and he showed me how to operate all the different things, you know. And and uh, next thing you know, I was pre-recording my shows. So, I mean, I could be down in Green Bay somewhere, and all of a sudden, you know, it, he did a real cool thing for me. At 5 o'clock, he'd have, like, the Fred Flintstone theme where the, <laughs> where the horn goes off, and yeah, and, and all the other stuff. Oh, sure. It's time to drive yeah. home with the big VIN. I'm like, but I, I was actually in, in Green the big, Bay. Was it the big VIN? The big VIN, that's what they call me. So uh, <laughs> it, that was some fun stuff. But, wow, I'll bet. But yeah. one thing I really remember was recording a commercial for the radio station, mm-hmm. but you know, I had it coming panning from the left to the right. It was at Christmas time. Speaker, and, left to right, the right speaker. Exactly. And you uh, you heard the jingle bells in the distance. You're going, ch 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 And all of a sudden, ho, ho, ho. I said, take this, Santa. And you hear, you hear a shotgun go, and oh, no. <laughs> you did not see Santa in the radio. <laughs> I, sh- I shot Santa, man. Oh, dude. <laughs> He's going, oh, oh, no. <laughs> and in the background, you also mix in, oh, no. <laughs> Before they fall, it goes, free medicine for everyone. <laughs> oh, <God>. <laughs> <Man>. <laughs> I'm sorry. What a I'm funny so, radio bit. I, I hope you still have that on, on tape somewhere. I actually don't. You but don't? That, I'm, I'm sure they threw that away, too. <laughs> oh, it was so funny that when I would hear it myself, it would make me laugh just like we're yeah. laughing now. Yeah. And uh, What a and, bit. And everybody thought it was pretty cool, too. Hey, that thing was Santa priceless. And I go, thanks. And it's just something that came off the top of my head. So. <laughs> like a lot of your songs. Yeah. yeah. Let's do a song. I want to Venison get a song. for everyone. Venison <laughs> <laughs> for everyone. Oh, oh man. Oh, what do you want to do, man? New It Town. I love yeah, this. Yeah. We played a show just the other night, uh, you and I, and uh, mm-hmm. uh, the lovely Lord Davis, who's an amazing man. guitar player. And Can I singer. say this about. Please Laura. do. If we're witnessing a superstar in the making, I, I think so. I don't, I don't know anybody that personally that can play that kind of music. That good on a guitar with her fingers, those little skinny long fingers, and the beautiful, a beautiful person. 
she's beautiful looking. Yes. She's the whole package, but she doesn't. Her voice is as uh, like Alison Krauss. Yeah, it's, I mean, it's pure just, like that. Yeah. So I mean, she's the whole package of a very good talent. When she's hanging around with the people in the music genre, like she does, mm-hmm. it's it's bluegrassy type. Kind of, but when she's like at the station in or something, like, it, she just all the jaws just drop. Oh yeah. And, no and I feel so proud of her. And yep, yep. so catch her while you can is yeah, what, what we are doing. But <laughs> all you people across across the globe and Laura, beyond. Laura Davis. Uh, Laura look, look Davis. Her, uh, we have to have her on the podcast. Here. Oh, she's, man. She's an incredible yes. player. If you can get her to talk. Yeah. And, of course, Janet and Charles Cox were part of that round, yes. too. Our good friends, Janet and Charles. Very, good friends. Who have been on this podcast as well. Mm-hmm. Amazing performers. And you. And I love oh, your why, stuff. Why, and, thank you, Dave. And, and uh, you always uh, seem to lead off with new it. Town, which uh, you can't help but sing along, and it's a, it's a powerful statement, I think, on uh, on Thank the whole you. industry. And yeah. so, why don't you play it, and we'll talk about it. So, okay. I, that's I usually start out by saying, "Here's a true song." So, <laughs> and true song. Yeah, yeah. In a trunk full of gear Twenty odd years I've been driving down here Where a hundred others just like me Settle down every day You see, I write the songs for the opening acts The ones you love and love to hear again But you can't remember where you heard them that day in a new it town, just like a boom town. Except when you're done, you still stick around, hanging on the whole black of prayer. But someday you'll be found in this new it town. Helicopter parents in their voice, idle kids. They line the road to show off their digs, cause everyone's the best, everyone's a star, everybody shines till it hits them back. Those skyscrapers built on broken dreams. It's their business to tell you anything, so. Roll up your sleeves and show us your bruises For everyone that wins, there's a hundred thousand losers In this new it town, just like a boom town Except when you're done, you still stick around Hanging on the whole black of prayer Someday Found in this new town. Maybe it's you up on a stage behind some cage, playing covers and getting paid. Maybe it's me out in the curb there in the street, playing for change and praying for change. In this new it town, just like Boomtown. 
Except when you're done, you still stick around, hanging on the whole black of prayer. But someday you'll be found in this new town, just like a boom town. Except when you're done, you still stick around, hanging on the whole black of prayer. But someday. Our guest, Randy V. Great song. I love that song. Thank you, brother. From the very first time I heard it, it's kind of a commentary on the music industry right now, isn't it? It really is. What goes on here behind the scenes in Nash Vegas? <laughs> yeah. Rub your seat, show me the bruises, because, man, <laughs> that's for right. everyone that wins, there's 100,000 100, losers. losers. That's right. Absolutely. Man. Did you write that with, the, with anyone? That was me. Just all you. <clears throat> that was during the COVID era. The wow. COVID era of Randy Van Porn, where you pray that. Thank you, God, for giving me the rest of my life. Because that was a bad time. Yeah. You had it you had it bad, huh? Yeah. I, yeah. Was, uh, I was out mowing the yard, and my wife, Shelly, comes in and uh, comes out and says, man, you got to take me to the hospital. I'm like, what? And he goes, yeah, I really don't feel. I mean, you could tell that something was wrong. Uh-huh. And when we got when we get there and pull up, and she says, yeah, you're coming in too. Because mm. I, I, literally, I couldn't go... 20 feet without resting my head on the lawnmower. Oh, it was just, man. I thought, man, it's 90 degrees out. Maybe I shouldn't be doing this today anyway. Yeah. And I was pretty big at the time. So maybe it's my health. I, you know, well, well, that's what you go to the hospital for, Randy. Right. Well, we got there and she, they took her in. It was when the COVID first came out, it was treated so, you know, it's like the contagion that's going to kill the world. Right. I mean, it, it might, who knows? But anyway, mm-hmm. I went in then for the same thing and uh, mm-hmm. you couldn't see her or what's oh, going on. Yeah. And uh, I'm, they, they put me uh, with IVs in because they thought dehydration. Mm-hmm. Well, I also had, was in severe kidney failure or you know, all this was going down and it was all caused because of COVID, you know? And, wow. and, uh, I mm-hmm. knew it was really bad when the doctor and the nurse left. And next thing you know, there's three doctors in those Tyvek spacesuits, you know, oh, you know, they have a little, with the lights and you see outside the glass windows in the ICU. Wow. My Andromeda strain. Dave, what? I tell yeah, you yeah. The, oh. the feeling you get, like the blood goes from your head down to your feet, just like, oh, oh my God, wow. you know, this can't be real. And then they come in and say, you know, sir, you've, you have a severe case of COVID and your kidneys are failing and blah, 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 blah. And they, uh, <sighs> next thing you know, I'm, it was, it was bad. They, they were yeah. ready to put a, I was like two hours away from being put on a ventilator. Oh, and it, they asked me beforehand, would you like to try this experimental procedure that they, that they had out in no one's really did this? I would be like a guinea pig. Uh-huh. And what's it going to cost me? Well, well, nothing because we're going to use you as a guinea pig. Uh-huh. And I had to sign a whole bunch of paperwork, like I was buying a house or something. And then they, they brought it in from Chattanooga. And it was plasma from a person who had severe COVID and uh, recovered. 
Oh, so uh, the antibiotics and whatever it did, it literally made me not have to go on a ventilator. Wow! But it was. But the feelings I, you know, how, I, I, how did Shelly, your wife, make it? Did she? She ended up getting to go home uh-huh. and being quarantined at at the house. Wow! But you know, all that ah, must have been hard for you guys. Well, the thing, the, the hardest part was you can't see the person. Yeah. So, so you're just talking, and and I'm not dumb. I was watching TV. You know that this is serious stuff at the time because it, it just came out, mm-hmm. and uh, I may never see my wife again or my daughter or or, or my. My mom and dad is just, and mm. then, uh, you know, well, 20 some days in, it got better. And I went to a, how long were you in the hospital? A, a 27 days 20? in ICU. Oh my. And then, uh, the recovery ICU for, you know, another week or so. And, and then that's where they give you rehab, you know, how many steps can you mm-hmm. climb before you fall over because you can't breathe. Jeez. And when I got home, I looked at you don't really get to look at yourself much, but uh, I had the underbeard growing, you know, and it's, it was all white. I look like a, yeah. I look like a porcupine Santa Claus or something. Yeah. So, uh, but, but that was the chapter. I'm glad I survived. I'm glad I, you I, did too. I yes. said a lot of prayers and a yeah. lot of people. I could, I literally could feel their prayers, and because it was, uh, it was something else. And God so, knew there was a lot more songs in you. I uh, hope that so. The world needed to hear every day. I say, "Give me another one, God. Give yeah. another one." <laughs> Do you feel inspired like that? Is that what it? When you get an inkling that you got to write this song, uh, when I want something to be, uh, I don't take. If I'm like in a co-write, I don't want to take it over, or whatever. But you know, mm-hmm. if, if somebody's sitting around a room and, and, and all their ideas, you know, like, I got a song about a farmer, we'll call it Old MacDonald. And you'll be like, man, that's been done before or something. But uh, if when I get a hook or, or something pretty cool that I think this is a different way to approach that subject or that title, mm-hmm. uh, I'll, I'll bring it up. I go, well, I, I'm kind of shooting this around. And, and I also try to put a melody to something and at least have part of a course and build the verses around it. You like I, to have that going into the room, going in, or mm-hmm. you know, I'll, I'll have a plethora of a plethora of hooks and a plethora of melodies. <laughs> and uh, if they, oh, I like that melody with uh, that hook over, you know, and yeah. next thing you know, uh, you got to, you know, you know. You know, we have talked on this show a lot about co-writing, um, and maybe we should. I mean, you just made such a perfect point that I wanted to to focus in on just a little bit. I think you got to prepare for a co-write. You just yeah. can't go to the room and go, "Okay, we got guys." We, yeah. yeah, and I love how you do that. You prepare. You've got something. And I, my, my good friend Billy Lee is the same way. Billy likes yeah. to have a little Billy's bit of a track great, from your studio guy, yeah. or something. Mm-hmm. You know, comes in with the you know great ideas and uh, yeah. So. Well, at least you're prepared for something. You know, you don't have to mm-hmm. use it because someone else might do the same thing, and it's like, man, yeah, they might have something that blows you away. Well, that's you, just killer. Well, Let's use that. Saying. Throw mine. Like yeah. we can use that some other time, or, exactly or you might right. use part of it mm-hmm. in another song or something. You know, that maybe, maybe, oh, this needs a bridge. But it was well, I had this for a, for a chorus. You know, and all of a sudden, bam, that's yeah. what that's what the bridge becomes or something. So it's like, mm-hmm. oh, was it at least useful? Right. But I, you know, I might go weeks or months without even, you know, I, I just played my other stuff or, you know, but when an idea hits, they might come three to five at a time, and, yeah. and that's how it kind of works. Isn't Especially it down it works here. that way. Yeah, you yeah. have those downtimes. Uh, I think uh, I've heard it called uh, input. 
Mm-hmm. Uh, you're just in this input mode, and then all of a sudden, boom, four, five, two, exactly. mm, man. Yeah. And uh, do you get obsessed at that point uh, when you get started on it? Oh, I got to finish this. It's oh, just, uh, oh, you can't get it out of your butt. Or you call your co-writing friend. You don't know you're going to yeah. be a co-write, but, you know, I want your input. And how do you like to co-write this song? All of a sudden, there's silence. He goes, man. <laughs> you know, We're writing now. Yeah, yeah, well, let's let's go with that. Let's you know? go with that. And, I can remember nice just laying in bed and having it run through my head and uh, and Pat I say where are you going I just I had to get this idea down I mean, and then go mm-hmm. and, right, and then I'd lay down again and then I was up again in five more minutes <laughs> I, I got the perfect line you know and I did this because there was one time that uh, I it was a song I an old song I had and it came to me a new way to to end that song okay and i remember laying there in bed go that's it why didn't i think of this before <laughs> this you, is amazing you had to dream about it well uh, no i wasn't even asleep yet oh no it's, it's one and, of them things that's, so uh, yeah. and i'm like i should probably get up and write that down and that's what you did and i went no this was back now i do that yeah but back then i'm like i'll remember that in oh, the morning yeah. it's too good not to remember and like three, four days later, I'm like, <gasps> I, what was it? I, it's gone. So from well, now that on. That happens all the time. I can't believe, I, I, I can't remember the best song that was ever written. Yeah. Man, <laughs> man. But you know, so from that day forward, I, uh, never again. I, I'll make myself get up or I'll just take my phone, uh, you know, and I'll, you know, uh, or I'll record, you know, into my phone. I'll never, I'll never fall asleep on that ever again. And don't, oh, yeah. don't let that happen. That's a good tip. If you're a songwriter, don't, get get it out there. <laughs> Kids, listen to your uncle Dave. He's telling you the truth. <laughs> Sometimes I put a pad next to the bed. Oh, okay. get up in the morning and I went. I can't read that. What does Patty think about that? <laughs> what, what are you doing, Dave? What are you doing? <laughs> I, gotta, I gotta write this down. Yeah. Oh man, Do you. Know, but sometimes. You get up and write stuff, and, and it's you think it's so great that you already got the hook, mm-hmm, mm-hmm. and you've got almost the whole verse. Yeah, and then you go to sleep, and when you wake up in the morning, you feel like I'm in a good mood. You know, I'm going to see what I wrote. I, I remember waking up and writing this down, and you're looking at it like, what the hell was I thinking? <laughs> oh, what am I talking about here? I mean, I really those. You know, it's like. He bit into an apple and it, boy, does that taste like pizza. The best ever. <laughs> I said, what the hell? Yeah, yeah. Come on, man. Well, yeah, you know, lot. it's funny. Um, in my, sometimes in my dream, vivid uh, dreams, and I've heard this called a lucid dream where you know you're dreaming at the yeah. time and, and you know it's a dream. And sometimes I'm playing music and, I, and, I'll, and I'll hear it and I'll hear the harmonies and I'm playing and I'm going, yeah, man, I got to remember this. I know this, I'm, dr- I'm dreaming, but I need to remember this is a good progression and this is a cool song. And again, you know, three, four days later, you, you recalled that you had it and you went, oh, oh, it's long gone. Yeah. But, but a, a few months back, um, I, I had this really vivid dream again and I'm playing guitar and I'm hearing the harmonies and there's people singing with me. And I remember going, I, I do have to remember, because this is, a, this is, really, this is really good. And um, when I woke up that morning, I went right here to the studio in the dining room. My ring song guitar is right here. I picked yeah, it up. Yeah. Not even know. I just I picked it up, put the capo on the floor, and I started playing this D chord and and, and I, D shape chord. You know, and it's, yeah. I'm like, wow, that's it. That's it. That's exactly what I was doing in the dream. That's it. And then in about 20 minutes, I had I had the whole melody 
it, it all came oh, back. Yeah, yeah. And it's about then that Billy Lee calls <laughs> my buddy yeah. who wrote the one Gary Allen's a big big hit by Gary yep, Allen. The one. I, he said, "What are you doing?" I said, I'm, "I'm drinking coffee." What are you doing? He goes, "I'm drinking coffee." I said, "We're we're not going to write a song. You got to help me write this song." And I told him the experience. He's okay. What do you got so far? I said, just the hook, but I got the melody. I remember that melody, you know, and we started writing on that song and I think it took about three sessions and he wanted to set up another one. And I'm like, no, I'm, I'm just, I'm obsessed. <laughs> so, yeah, no, we yeah. finished the rest on, on, uh, between, uh, uh, Facebook messenger and, uh, text and phone calls mm-hmm. and finally finished it. But, um, uh, wow. So you never know. What's going to inspire you? It might be a dream. It might be something else, but exactly. don't lose it. No. Do not, because it's God-given. It's the universe. There's uh, a reason why you dreamt that. <laughs> there is, right? You know, God says, well, Dave, I'm not gonna, if, you, if you don't write it down tonight, uh, oh, you're going to lose that, it. That's it, man. Three strikes and you're out. <laughs> <laughs> Absolutely right. And I'll probably take that song to a publisher someday and they'll go, ah, what else you got? But to me, yeah. it was important and I got it out, right? <laughs> that's what they do around here. Yeah. Hey, let's do another song. And you know what I would like? Can I, can I have you play? Um, I, the other song that you play that, and everybody sings along with you in any of the writers' rounds I've I've, I've been to with you was Mister Whiskey, oh, and tell yeah. us the story behind that, and uh, if you play that for us, that's just a powerful, that's a good country song. That's cool, man. Yeah. yeah. So, Mister Whiskey, um, thank you for mentioning that. It's written by myself, a great friend of mine from back in Wisconsin, Whitney County, Wisconsin's own Mister Jay Bramer. Jay Bramer, yeah, and uh, Mike Heath. And he was a, we met Mike through a Sowie. It's a songwriters of Wisconsin International and a really nice guy, super nice guy. He's a recovering alcoholic. He's been sober probably at that time for 15 years or so. Mm-hmm. But I had a, the, this melody of, it starts out, Hey, Mr. Whiskey, what were you thinking? And that was all I had to, to start it. But it had the melody, like we were talking about before. You got a melody and a lyric uh-huh. written down. So, and, and we brought Mike in and, and Jay. And uh, me and Jay were asking. Jay's taking notes. He's awesome at, at uh, putting stuff together. Like, you know, well, I'm not going to use that. Well, I know we're going to use this and blah, 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 blah. We, we were kind of like asking Mike what it was like or what are the things that... That were the worst encounters. While you, you know, you thought you were living your life and stuff, and uh, and uh, we came up with a song like this. Mm. Hey, Mister Whiskey, what were you thinking? me down when you whispered keep drinking now I can't undo all those damn things you said they tear me up like that pain in my head, Mr. Whiskey. You chased up my wife. 
You cost me my job Yeah, and damn near my life I'm buried in bills And I need deep in debt My poor shattered pride is all I've got left, Mr. Whiskey. Mr. Whiskey. I'm tired of living in shame driven fear. All the memories are hazy. But the wreckage is clear Move over, you fool God can take it from here Can't you see? Hey, Mr. Whiskey Back to your spot on the shelf Cause I'm starting over By blaming myself Mr. Whiskey Mr. Whiskey Damn Mr. Whiskey song that is randy van voren our guest and you're listening to the songwriter connection podcast we're going to delve into that get under the hood of that song right after we take a little break don't go away say goodbye to your credit card rewards greedy corporate mega stores led by walmart and target are pushing for a law in congress to take away your hard-earned cash back and travel points to line their pockets the durbin marshall credit card bill would enact harmful credit card routing mandates that would end credit card rewards as we know it if you love your credit card rewards tell your lawmakers hands off my rewards tell them to oppose the durbin marshall credit card bill you're listening to the Songwriter no, Connection, there. connecting with music makers and hearing their songs and stories. Now back to the show with your host, Dave Linehan. <clears throat> I always like to get in the plug. If you're listening on uh, YouTube, uh, please like and sur- sur- uh, subscribe. That's what I was trying to come up with. Subscribe. <laughs> subscribe to it now. <laughs> or die. That helps us and you'll never miss <laughs> an episode. We uh, publish each and every Wednesday very early in the morning, Central Time in the U.S., uh, 2 a.m. so that when you get up and you have a cup of coffee and, and make a new connection because uh, it's all about the connections you make all the boats rise with the tide as they say yeah Randy Van Voren uh, from um, it's it, 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 how do you say the time you're Pistigo I messed it up didn't I uh, it's pretty close pretty close you know once Tom T. Hall called it Pishitigo. <laughs> well, how do you say it 
Peshtigo. Peshtigo. It's, it, it's home of the world's worst, or no, not the world's, but <laughs> America's most disastrous forest fire. Oh, was and that? If, you, if you look up, there's books that are at least two inches thick that uh, really talk about you know people boiled in the river. Oh, and it's just it's horrible, wow. and it, it was so bad that if you look at the state of Wisconsin in that little finger that sticks out, yeah. uh, that, that's Door County, and the, the flames went the 13 miles over to the air and burnt Door County down. So, Are I mean, you was, kidding? What, when, some, when was that? What, that what? was 1871. Oh, wow. 1871. Yeah. So every October, and that was in October. It was so dry that, you know, they didn't have internet back in 1871. So say, hey, Bill, hey, Bill, you're going to burn in the river. So, you know, you know, it's just like the weather makers. But back then they were more accurate because they would send a letter and they would say, hey, it's snowing here. It'll probably be snowing there in three days. Yeah. And your oh. weather for today is snow. <laughs> snow and more snow. Yeah. You know from snow up there. I heard you say the other day in the round, I think you were just joking, but you said up, uh, we were like north of Green Bay. Right. You said that we have like about two weeks of summer a year. <laughs> That's it. Yeah. yeah. So let's write a song about it. Right. <laughs> yeah, a lot of time indoors writing songs. Yeah. This year it was uh, July 10th through the 21st. Wow. <laughs> Leaves are gone. Here comes the toboggan. <laughs> Let's get into Mr. Whiskey. I think there's a real important lesson in that song. And uh, what I love about the song is it takes an object like a bottle of whiskey mm-hmm. and it personifies it. Um, turn it into a person and sing right. that song to that person. Well, there's so many songs, Dave, that are written about whiskey. You know, mm-hmm. it's my best friend Jack and Johnny or what, yeah. whatever, and uh-huh. uh, yeah. and they try to relate to that. Or the bottom of the glass, uh-huh. or whiskey in the Bible, and so it's like, well, you know, it just different. came out because yeah. uh, of you know, like, hey, Mister Whiskey, I'm not listening to you anymore, type of thing, and right. and that just grew to the three of us sitting around having. Having cokes because Mike doesn't drink, you know, and then coming up with a song that when we get done, we're like, man, mm. that tells a hell of a story. You know, what's That's different than that too is doesn't have a a specific course or anything. Mm-hmm. It just, hey, Mister Whiskey, and it tells a part, and hey, and it goes right into the back of the, hey, Mister Whiskey, and then it ends up like, nah, uh, 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 so the hey, structure's Mr. a little different. Yeah, too. It's totally yeah. a different structure. I yeah. never did a song like that before. Wow. And when we get done, I go, hey, this. This works. It really works. It does. You know, and yeah. we, can, we might have had a, a couple more lines, you know, that and we're like, well, this this will fit. You know, those are, uh, what do you call it when you can just, well, you can pop one out and it'll fit in, in here. Yeah. And then that's where you put the order. No, no, I think it's got to start like this and end like this. And we'll take one of the two or three that we had. And this it's is the perfect one puzzle. for the middle. Yeah. Sometimes, isn't it? Yeah. Exactly. Something exactly. else. And that's what I love about songwriting. Yeah. Uh, so I want to talk about your journey. Uh, so up there in Wisconsin, northern Wisconsin, you were making a lot of trips to Nashville to write. Yeah. Probably. And you were doing that. And that's a long, a long yeah, way, isn't it? It's anywhere. If, if you drive super fast <laughs> and the cop doesn't pull you over, <laughs> it's, if you go 78 to 82 miles an hour with all the construction and stuff, mm-hmm. uh, it takes about 11 to 13 hours, depending mm-hmm. on, on how that is. And you do that? Quite a, a few times every year. Uh, at the time, we, we we got twenty years under our belt of coming yeah. down like like New twenty it, years coming down right. Yeah, yeah. like yeah. New Town kind of said earlier. Yeah, and uh, I come down a lot with my friend uh, Jay Bramer again, mm-hmm. and uh, friend uh, Kevin Van Pay, mm-hmm. and they both lived in the Green Bay area at the time. 
And we would come down for seminars and, and other stuff like NSAI events. Well, we did that uh, too. Uh, number mm-hmm. one releases of a friend or something that had it. And it, we spend a week or, you know, or a long weekend from like a Wednesday to a Wednesday. You know, we not we could have went out to a lot of places and just soaked up Nashville. But after the first couple of times that you're on Broadway and... Mm-hmm. Meet friends out for drinks or whatever. Oh, it's not a day I can't afford coming. Oh, it's Nashville anymore. But uh, yeah, we, we you know we met like Mark Allen Barnett. You know, I used to stay at, so many songwriters yeah, in this town. I stayed yeah. at his place and we bonded. Just like can't ask for a better brother than that mm-hmm. down here. And okay. uh, he showed you the ropes mm-hmm. and the do's and the don'ts. You know, just by the way his experience went. And you, you learn from that, and he'll he'll introduce me to number one artists and stuff, and and you get to, yeah. you having beers with Mark them. Mark Barnett tours, you know. Yeah. We talk about it on the show a lot. And then you you, you talk talk to uh, their, you talk about their experiences, you know, and just well, I'm not going to do that or whatever. And mm-hmm. it's a funny coincidence because there was a guy once. Well, I was playing for the Coxes when they hosted uh, Hit Nashville downtown. Yes, that was always fun. And uh, this man came in there, and he, was, he looked a look. I mean, holy cow, for looks, you're going to be a star, pal, you know. Mm-hmm. But he come up to me, and he says, you know, how do you how do you bypass all this crap? <laughs> now, what, do you, what do you mean? You know, you know, doing this on a Sunday, you know, it's, I, I want to be a star. And he, I don't know if that's exactly how he said it, but, you know, that's what comes across. And you look at him like, I go, when did you get here? Well, last Thursday. Uh, I'm like, dude, you <laughs> go back to where you came from because if yeah. you're if that's the approach, yeah. I mean, unless you're just a killer and and and, uh, and you were blessed with all the tools and and even if if even if even if and and he didn't. I mean, he had the looks, but the rest of it was like, well. Yeah. Don't unpack your suitcase because... You know. Well, I mean, and it's really a good point. Uh, Randy, very few have that overnight success like that. And the yeah. ones that you think do, uh, they've worked at it for 10, 20 years. Oh, yeah. Yeah, you got to hone it. I mean, it's, it's, hone it. The craft, hone your your, your talents. Um, it takes more than just God-given talent. I'm, yeah. I'm, I'm convinced. It well, takes a lot of work. It takes a lot of work and a, a little bit of luck. Mm-hmm. You know, it's the... Absolutely. We both have friends... That are in the business that uh, the publishers, they were in the right place in the right time, or mm-hmm. they're playing like Mr. Whiskey or something. The publisher, I got it. I, I got to have that song. You know, next thing you know, you sign a contract for this, you know, and blah, blah, mm-hmm. blah, blah. Mm-hmm. And uh, it just doesn't, you know. You I, know where they're getting the people today? I, with, uh, with a number one songwriter and the stuff we were, we were having a talk, and he's uh, TikTok. Yeah. Say, I mean, this guy, this hey Bill, yeah, you know, this guy's got twenty billion hits. Yeah, mm-hmm. let's just call him up and invite him down here and make him a star. Mm-hmm. Yeah, <clears throat> where yeah. have you played? Well, in my bedroom. Yeah. Well, you, well, you got twenty billion hits, you know. <laughs> so, now, can you make that work on stage in front of a lot of people? And sometimes that's where they go. Like, yeah. Where do they get this guy? I've never seen him in a round. I've been down. If you yeah. come from when we come down here mm-hmm. to what we're living here for seven years, I've never seen him anywhere. Yeah. You know, I've never seen him play out or, you know, well, that's because they got him from TikTok. Mm-hmm. Yeah. It's, I got you. Well, well, well. Yeah. that's the thing about the socials and uh, Spotify's and things like that. Can't make mm-hmm. him, look at Oliver Anthony. We keep talking about this guy. Mm-hmm. Gets out in the field with a microphone and a guitar and they film a rich man from North Richmond and it becomes a viral sensation playing right, at the right. uh, next month at the Ryman. I think two, three nights 
at Mother Church. And uh, awesome, yeah, you know, there you go, but, viral sensation. But he, you know, but he 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 put up or shut up, and he put he, up. He know, put up. Not, oh yeah, and it shuts you up. So you know, again, seems like an overnight success, but that guy paying oh, his dues, paying his know? dues. That's well, right. That's, that's what you got to do when you. Mm-hmm. Well, why can't I make any money? Well, you make your money out of town. And then when that works, you come on to Nashville and see what And that's going. what a lot of folks, two things, uh, a lot of folks will do that. They'll live here in Nashville and make their money out of town, uh, doing yep. tours and things like that. Mm-hmm. Uh, unfortunately, we don't, Nashville doesn't pay very well uh, for shows. <laughs> really? Just so I'm, many I'm, I'm going back to here. Wisconsin. <laughs> yeah, right? You end up paying more for parking downtown, you know, than you're making there. And that's sad. Uh, but, and then the other thing um uh, and Marcus had talked about this on this show too. Uh, like you and like me, uh, you don't have to just pack up and move to Nashville. I'm going to be a star. Yeah. Uh, you can test it the waters. And I would come down a lot, uh, yeah. you know, a few times a year, set up writing appointments every time I come. There are a lot of people that don't live here that have a lot of success. And again, Correct. we talk about how you define success and you have to decide what is success to you. But they come down and write a lot and you wouldn't even know that they don't live here, you know. Exactly. But they show their face and they get known and they get invited back to more rounds and they get invited to, to write because they're good hangs and they're good people and they're not trying to shortcut the system. Um, good people to get to know. And so that's one thing too. Or, you know, if you want to just pack it up and you can do it and you can afford to do that, that's cool too either way. But, you know, uh, yep. it doesn't have to be that way. Um, you had some success, speaking of success, with a song that did very well in the charts and uh, was played, the music video, all over uh, CMT and things. Yeah, that's cool. And we're talking about tubing down the lazy river. Yeah. Tell a story about that and, and how that all became. Uh, well, again, and then maybe play it for us. They, uh, you know, it's one of them things they do in Wisconsin. They drop you off. They take a bus. You mm-hmm. know, Bill's uh, whatever tour. And I don't know why you always use Bill because I guess it's the first thing that comes out of my mouth. But uh, they drop you off at a bus at a part of you know, thousands of different rivers in Wisconsin. And, yeah. uh, and during and, the two weeks of summer, right? During the two. And sometimes it's two and a half, two weeks. And a half weeks. Those are the bonus Ooh. bonus parts of summer. Yeah. But uh, they drop you off at a point and uh, and you float. You know, some people call it floating. Mm-hmm. You know, like like Joe Bazzelli. <laughs> he, he's got a song called Floating. But... Uh, the, in the in the go to where the, you know the actual current isn't going to be strong anymore. Sometimes it's a two mile, sometimes it's a six mile float or whatever, mm. and uh, they pick you up uh, again at with the bus and they bring you to where at our, you know the parking lot wherever you're at, you know, and you pay for the for that service. Or if you do it yourself, you got some buddies they. Y'all get in the back of a pickup truck, you know, and you leave Bill's pack pickup truck at the end, and you go drive your pickup truck at the top, oh, that yeah. and, and, you, and you have your fun. You know, you get your your coolers floating, and and <laughs> you get down to the end, and you actually uh, you know, you drive back. And you got your truck, and oh, you better get home because there's police looking for you. <laughs> yeah. Well, it sounds like a fun week. And, uh, and that's what the fun you know, day on the river. It's it's a it's a poor man's uh, Six Flags over America <laughs> up there, but you have a great time and you meet yeah. a lot of friends doing stuff like that. And uh, yeah. one time it was like actually ninety four degrees or something in Wisconsin. I was out there, you know, I'll come out of the pool and uh, it it just it just hits you. You know what? This is a fun thing. Why don't you why don't you write about it? I, so I always Google ahead of time to make sure that. 
all right, I, I'm going to write. It's been written. Yeah, yeah. yeah. And it's, you realize that there's 10 bands that had the charts. I was like, well, well you mean I Love You doesn't... I'm not, I'm not the original <laughs> artist. That. <laughs> oh, man. You know, I don't worry about that anymore, Randy. I think, yeah. you know... Um, they say everything has been written. So, you know, if, if you've got a different perspective on that or just write it better yeah. in your mind that you're going to write it better. So write that, that didn't discourage better. you. said, we're going to write yeah. it. And, yep. and exactly. you know, it's a fun song. I watched the video again last night. That's a great video. I'm going to ask you the question everybody wants to know and you mm-hmm. probably don't know the answer. We want to know who's the girl in the pink bikini. A model. They paid them for the model. And that's Janie. That's yeah. Janie. And those are called bobbers. Aha! It's in the song. <laughs> but no, they look uh, it up and watch it. Lost Highway is the band, right? Lost Highway. They're phenomenal. They're, they're a great band. They had a huge yeah. following. They uh-huh. also cut a song of mine called Skin. Skin. Uh, that me, Kevin Van Pay, and Jay Bramer once again wrote. And uh, that was the, the, the first the first release off of their CD and they liked Tubin so much they they had to have it. So they actually have two songs on, on their and, and they're a big, big uh, Midwest, you know, hit and thanks to uh, the technology of today, you know, the serious radio they made you know, mm-hmm. they made on that and all yeah. all of that social platform and uh Spotify and stuff. So they uh they did very well with it. They did very well. Yeah. yeah. How did you get it to them? There, there's the actually uh, Sherry Spatori. Sherry Spatori. Sherry. Yeah. Sherry Spatori found this uh, show. Yep. Yeah. And uh, Jay Bramer uh, was part of this Global Songwriters Connection, and I Great became organization, and, folks. And I Great became a member of that also. And she got it to uh, uh, Harry uh, Williams. Anyway, but uh, the guy she got it to pushed it to. Uh, Pushed it to Lost Highway, and he would, no, we, not, we, we not only love this one, we love this one too. And they wow. got back to us and said, hey, you know, these guys want to cut this song. And, you know, when we were all living in Wisconsin, so we know how it works, and that's how it worked. And, mm-hmm. it, you know, here I am. Uh, yeah. But uh, it, it, when they were making it big and stuff like that, it was like number four in the nation for two weeks straight, wow. right by behind like Miranda Lambert or whatever, and mm-hmm. the most streamed songs uh, to radio. And you know, so, holy cow, incredible! You know, this is this is really great. And then like the third week, it fell to number thirteen or something, and then it was Lost like its in a, bullet. Yeah, yeah. And then then it's in the twenties, but but for that little magical moment in life. You know, you say to yourself, all those years of playing in all those bands, all those bars, and all those festivals, it finally is. You know, so me and my wife Shelly, validation. We were down yeah. here for CMA Fest, and another band who cut it. So there's, we also have a. They're called the Mance Brothers, mm-hmm. and uh, they did a great version of it. Also, and we were down here watching them release it uh, during CMA Fest, and. Uh, we both looked at each other. We're having so much fun, and we have so many friends down here. We just said, "Let's just move down here." So in 2015, mm-hmm. that was on the the radio and doing the videos. And when I when we got the video of it through my computer, I bet you I I listened to it 13 times in a row and oh, watched it and cried like a baby, like oh, he took this long. You know, why did this happen <laughs> when I was 24? You know? Oh, I but, hear you, uh, man. So we that moved. is we, quite a feeling in it, yeah. So we quit our jobs and moved down here. Wow. And, uh, and no regrets, no looking back. The rest is history. <laughs> like I told you the other night, well, though. I, for one, am glad you did. So it's good to get to know you and Shelly. Exactly. Yeah. And they said, you know, the other night we were talking, I go, 
We came here for the music and we stayed for the friends. Yeah, that's the way this town is, isn't it? Yeah, if you've got enough friends here, I mean, we're, we're sporting each, uh, each yeah. other. Yeah. It's, uh, yeah, this is where we're staying. So. Mm-hmm. Mm-hmm. Whether you like it or not, people, <laughs> Granny's not going away. <laughs> Not at least until you do tubing well, down the lazy river for us. You, you can't, he, all the songwriting rounds you do, you've up, about every night you got to do this, don't you? Uh, yeah, pretty much. Yeah. Uh, every <laughs> once in a while you say to yourself, so many people, you know, it's like, well, you know, he, watch, he's going to do tubing again. You know, that, that's how, that's how it is where uh, people locally say it. But when, when you had a whole table of people that never heard it or, or like, I heard that song. I I swear, I love that that video with that girl in the pink, pink bikini. bikini. <laughs> <laughs> you know, that's that's all. That's where it is. That that's what you. Uh, you know, that's what you, you're it's in the business. About. That's what it's all about. That's what it's all about. Yeah. In this new it town. Yeah. <laughs> Guess I'll do tubing for you. Absolutely. So Got close, to. close your eyes <laughs> and go to a hot summer day, one of the days that they have in Wisconsin, and. There's a girl in a pink bikini. <laughs> Early morning weekend, it's 80 out at 8. Got a half a dozen buddies, and most of them bought dates. Ice is in the coolers, beer is getting cold. Bobby's feeling lucky cause he brought the copper tone. Flip flop, shimmy off, spot the lemonade. Air is in the tires and the buses on the way will be tubing. Down a lazy river moving. Cause we got all day just to play, floating all our blues and way grooving. Dropped off at Deacon's Point underneath the bridge. Buffett's on the radio and Bobby just fell in. We got the coolers floating and we're all set to go. You could tell by Janie's bobbers that the water's pretty cold. Squirt guns having fun past that lemonade. Six hours in the sun, man, we got it made. We'll be too bad. Down a lazy river moving Where we got all day just to play Floating all our blues away grooving Oh, we'll be too bad Four miles down we'll hit the sandbar Stop the coolers up and wave goodbye to the lifeguards too bad Down the lazy river moving Where we got all day just to play Floating all our blues away grooving Oh, we was too bad We were too bad <laughs> I figured you could use a good summer song like that here in January. So, courtesy of Randy Van Voren, our guest. Ho, ho, ho. <laughs> <laughs> no, we're not uh, sheep. Dave, no it's always a pleasure, my friend. So. Good.
good to have you on this show. It's good to get to know you a little bit better, and we're going to write a song one of these days. We definitely. For definitely. Yeah. Thanks for joining us, and we'll catch you next time on the Songwriter Connection. <laughs> Thank you for listening to the Songwriter Connection podcast. Find us on social media at Songwriter Connection. Also, listen to Dave Lanahan's Nashville Connections radio show. It streams live every Friday morning on WOBL and WNOI. Look for us on Facebook and YouTube. See you next time on Songwriter Connection. Say goodbye to your credit card rewards. Greedy corporate mega stores, led by Walmart and Target are pushing for a law in Congress to take away your hard-earned cash back and travel points to line their pockets. The Durbin Marshall credit card bill would enact harmful credit card routing mandates that would end credit card rewards as we know it. If you love your credit card rewards, tell your lawmakers, hands off my rewards. Tell them to oppose the Durbin Marshall credit card bill.